What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Why? Don't we make you laugh? Aren't we fucking funny? You best come up with an answer, because I'm going to come back here and check on you and your mama. And if you ain't got a reason why you hate clowns, I'm going to kill your whole fucking family. All right, now get your ass out of the car. Go on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's right. We watched The Devil's Rejects this week on The Movie Gap, the podcast that has you scream. How have you not seen that? How have you not seen that? How have you not seen that? How have you not seen Gappers, welcome to the Movie Gap. I am your host, Chase Austin, and as always, the giant disfigured man who wears a burlap sack and rapes and murders teenage cheerleaders, Bryce Perkins. I say, I say, I say, I resemble that remark. <laughs> Is either that or the chicken fucker across the table? It's a uh, little foghorn leghorn for for that. the people. That's that. that's for the old folk nowadays. I don't know if any any of the TikTokers out there even know who foghorn leghorn is. No, nope. do you think? Probably not. Percentage of of, I mean, of people. Percentage of the demographic, eighteen to twenty six. Yeah, I feel like most kids probably don't really know Looney Tunes at all. Like when they think of right. cartoons, well, except for Space Jam. Yeah, but foghorn leghorn isn't really in Space Jam. No, you know. Well, you know, I was thinking about that the other day because I, I was... Uh, I mean, he is, but not for very long. I was watching uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, right. And right. like, you know, the whole We need idea, to cover that one, by the way. Oh, you've never seen it? Of course not. Oh, God, it's so good. What do you think? What, a, what do you think? We're doing this podcast because I have seen movies? How, I no. can't believe you haven't seen that. It's so good. How have it's I like not right seen that? It's like right up your alley, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that's, that's on the list. We'll do that before the end of the year. All right. It's a great one. Sure, sure. Um, but... Uh, you know, the whole that movie caters around the idea of like tune logic and tune like the rules that tunes are uh akin to, where it's just like wild and goofy and you can get hit mm -hmm. with a frying pan and it doesn't hurt and all right, that kind of right, stuff. Right. And it's like that's not what kids think of with cartoons anymore, I don't think. No, I don't think so because the cartoons are all even like even the well, I mean, SpongeBob are kind of was kind of like that, yeah, but it still had more of a but it wasn't as like, yeah, just people getting hit with stuff, yeah. And like, there's no like non Looney Tunes was like Three Stooges in cartoon, form. yeah, yeah, there's yeah. it's a non sequitur between things, there's no con like canon of like, like this week, Lou, you know, Bugs is a doctor, and next week it's the 1800s and it's a, a it's western a opera, or, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, um. But anyway, percentage-wise, I think in the uh, 18 to 26 demographic that knows who Foghorn Langhorn is, I'm going to say 0.6. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you don't use GIFs yeah. as reactions, yeah. then you don't know who Foghorn Langhorn is. If you don't use GIFs yeah. as reactions. Kids, Wait, don't, kids don't use GIFs. Kids don't use GIFs? Kids don't use GIFs. It's, it's that a huge, can't be. <laughs> it's a huge thing that came out on the internet this week. No way. Like, like what do they are, use then? They, I guess they use oh, emojis. No. Or? Do they use their like memojis? 
Those I, like I, stupid fucking. I have no idea, but they don't not stupid. But gifts, you know. gifts is a is an old people thing. No way. Yeah, dude. we're old people. That's not possible. Yeah. I mean, hold on. Let me Google this real quick. I need to Google my age real quick. Hold on. They also don't use Google. Apparently, kids <sighs> these days use Bing. <laughs> what? No, okay. All right. That's Microsoft marketing right there. Yeah. That's just marketing. That's marketing 101. <laughs> Can you imagine if, if uh, like, Microsoft put the money into, like, the film industry of being like, look, we, what do we have to pay to make sure all good guys use Bing and all bad guys they use Google? They do that Google? shit, though. I know. They well, do they, that they, shit. Well, I know that I, Apple, Apple did that. Apple does it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if, but like Apple, it's you can use our, you can use iPhones, but only the good guys can use them. Yeah, right. So like it makes it real because people have iPhones. Yeah. But then like if it was like Bing was like, yeah, yeah, you make them use it. Yeah, <laughs> make which, them use which it. Which I would, but I would rather. Well, I don't know what would take me out of a movie more when you see a computer screen and it's just like, like search engine.com or if it was Bing and you're like, nobody uses Bing. This is fake. Yeah, exactly. Like I'd rather have the search engine.com. That's just close enough to Google to not get sued. Right. Right. All right. Also imagine being like, wow, Google's so old. I don't, I can't use Google so dorky. Like what? Well, I mean, the, what are kids? The, what are kids doing these days? They, what even they is a kid? Anymore? Everything is Google. There is nothing else. Like I know. The, to them, the idea that there was search engines before Google is weirder than the fact that there just was no Google. Yeah, right. Like that there just wasn't an internet. Yeah, you know. True they old really, people. They don't get it. True old people use Ask Jeeves. We all know yeah. this. We yeah, like the pre-ask.com Ask Jeeves, like when it That's was right. literally the butler and like yeah. you would ask it questions. Exactly. And yep. it wasn't just a search engine. Yep. And his name was fucking Jeeves, dude. I mean, it was. Yeah. It was. All right. Well, today we're talking about someone whose name is Mr. Robert Zombie. <laughs> Robert Zombert. Robert Zombert. As also known like as him. Rob Zombie. Yes. Uh, legally changed his name from Robert Zombert yes. <laughs> to Rob, to Rob Zombie. Zombie. Um, and uh, we are talking about the film The Devil's Rejects. Yeah. Uh, usually when you do the, the intro and, yeah. I, and I do the quote, it means I haven't seen the movie. Right. But uh, there's just too many lines that I, I love too much. And, and one of them. And we were... Uh, we were considering uh, Spalding impressions, and you you knocked it right out of the park from the top. And well, I just you. said, you know what? I can't even compete with that. I mean, I can't compete with so. with the great, the late great Sid Haig. But um, yeah, that's right. All that right, was dude. a that was a, a me honoring him as best as I could. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, the the man is incredible. I mean, in this movie yeah. especially, but he's a he's a a lot of these guys in this movie are, you know, the. Character actors, obviously, but also mm. like horror film character actors, and they're big in the horror film yeah. thing. Uh, we actually lost Sid Haig. I think it was like five days after the uh, the sequel to this film came out, which was like ten was years that long after ago? The, really? After well, the the sequel came out in like twenty nineteen. <clears throat> oh, okay. It was like ten years, fifteen years later or something. Oh, yeah. Well, what was the one? Because there was. Like, I remember uh, Devil's Rejects came out, and then there was another one that he did. Well, it was House of a Thousand Corpses. House which of a Thousand is a Corpses is what yeah. I was thinking. Of. So, wait, this is a sequel get, to that? Yeah. So, before oh we get into gosh, that, before Chase, we get into what that, what the hell is going on here? Before we get into that, okay. Let me hear what you, uh, you had not seen this movie. So, what did you know about this movie going in? And then, oh, yeah. And then it's everybody's favorite moment. Oh, yeah. Um, so, what did you know, and why had you not seen it? I 
Hadn't seen it because, um, you know, I correctly assumed that it was just going to be gross. And I was not interested in such things. I did not want to expose my mind, my pure, holy mind, <laughs> to such uh, uh, degrading and... and <laughs> 2005, uh, horrific uh, imagery. So this came out the summer after I graduated, and I was working at uh, AMC. Yeah, I was a uh, uh, before I got into projection. So uh-huh. this was just me in the concessions and the the closing usher, mm-hmm. which is actually how I saw this film the first mm-hmm. time. Was as closing usher, you just go watch a movie and then make sure everybody leaves when all the movies are over. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, you would have been about to be a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. So you're pure innocent, about to be senior mind. Yeah. You did not want to yeah. rough it up with this. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, it just, uh, you know, and, and I've, you know, loyal gappers know that I'm not the biggest fan of the horror genre per se, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, just uh, never been something that has been that interesting to me. I'm not really fascinated with, uh gross stuff i just think it's kind of gross and don't want to watch it uh i'd rather laugh you know i'd rather laugh yeah so um but i say all this to say i'm certainly not against exploring the dark parts of my soul good and uh and so i was very excited to finally uh open myself to this experience of watching the devil's rejects by robert zombert all right well um that being said, Bryce, you have a minute. Are you oh, ready for the newbie fuck. synopsis? You know I'm not. All right, and go. There is a team of of family members that are fucked up people, and they killed their serial killers, and uh, they do not value human life at all. Uh, and so they killed a bunch of people over a lot of years, and and uh, we uh, we open the this the telling of this tale with them finally getting caught and sussed out by the cops and and a uh a sort of chase uh ensues where they get away or some of them get away and uh and and uh and then you know uh you get to see them do all their crazy devil rejecty shit doing the things that devil's rejects do you know Smashing people's heads in with logs and skinning their faces and putting them on their wives' heads. All wholesome stuff. And time. Okay. Oh, copyright, copyright. <laughs> Sorry, George, don't sue us. Yeah, so um, before we get started into this, uh, I will tell you it is a sequel to the House, uh, to House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, House so of a Thousand why Corpses. did we not watch that one first is well, what everyone's asking. Yeah, um, one, this movie is... Fantastic. House of a Thousand Corpses is, uh, it was Rob Zombie's first movie. He didn't really get it. <laughs> like, sure. It really is more of a, it's like, it's almost two separate movies. It's like there's the the beginning part where it's like a group of kids, uh, including a uh, one Chris Hardwick was, and Rain Wilson were in that oh, group of kids. Interesting. Uh, pre-Office. This was like 2001. This was like right okay. before the office. Um or I guess the office was two thousand five. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Wait, Chris Hardwick, the the nerd guy. Yeah, the guy from oh, Nerdist. Okay. Yeah. I thought Chris Hemsworth. No, 
No, he came out very with different that. person. Although his his big movie that yeah was Cabin, was Cabin in the Woods. Woods yeah. yeah, right. Um, so uh, it's like them. They're on a road trip. They pull over to this roadside attraction. It's Captain Spaulding's thing. You know, they have the adver- advertisement for it on the TV where it, it, that gets interrupted with the news that Baby and Otis were arrested. Yeah, right. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's those, like, you know, little pit stop Route 66 thing. And it's like this crazy ride. And basically he gets them <clears throat> to then go the wrong way. And then they get taken by the fireflies, which is, uh, you know, the yeah, yeah, right. In the house of a thousand corpses. Okay. So that is yeah. their house. That the is their house. house the family's house. house. So it's them. Oh. They all get murdered. They, they, they find a whole bunch of cheerleaders there and they, they're murdering the cheerleaders. It's, it's, uh, basically the hotel scene, but almost cartoony version. Of this movie, where it's just like them torturing stuff. They turn Rain Wilson into like a fish boy. There's some neat More stuff. More cartoony in. than this oh, movie? Yeah, but like legitimately cartoony. And oh, they, okay. There's some really cool like effects and some shots and stuff that is just like really nuts. So the, uh-huh. the, um, the skid mask stuff is not as like the skid mask in this looks real. Uh-huh. Yeah, when, he, when he takes the guy's face off, it's like creepy. That, yeah, yeah, it looks yeah. super real. The, yeah. the one there is like real plasticky looking. So like the. It's not as uh, gritty, even though it's like real. Gr- it, like it's gross. But yeah, but it doesn't have that yeah. sense of realism to it. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a real thing. It feels like we're just watching a bunch of. Yeah, we're watching a, a haunted house. Well, and, which and the beginning of this kind of feels like. But well, speaking too. of that, though, this also is a prequel to Face Off. <laughs> yeah, it's the beginning of the the, the, the learning how to yeah. do the procedure yeah. of taking the face off. Um, but then, like towards the end of that, oh, they also talk about this guy, Doctor Satan, and it's all built up. And then Whoa. this girl goes to uh, she like gets away from the house, <clears throat> and she ends up falling into this uh, hole that has like this giant mutant monster in it. And then she gets to Doctor Satan's lab, and he's this like skeletal guy with like needles and everything. And okay, uh, it's Hellraiser, fuck- yeah. No, like needles, like like syringes. Oh, and, and oh, like oh. Yeah, he's an actual doctor, Satan. I see. I and see. Uh, yeah, the, so the whole second, or even like the whole third act, I should say, of that movie gets really weird, and it becomes just this like nutty music video kind of thing. Um, that one has that a lot sense. of like zombie type music, Rob Zombie type music. Yeah, yeah this yeah. one has a soundtrack that's just all the shit he loves. Yeah, yeah. Soundtrack I, that was one of my notes. Soundtrack for this fucking slaps. It slaps. Except for Freebird at the end, but it's fine. It's I tell you what, it fits. That was always my favorite part in the I mean, in the movie fits. theater. I'm just like, tired of hearing Freebird. I know, but like, don't need to hear Freebird when you're when you're uh, working in the movie theater and you have to sweep up after a movie and it's like Ben folds uh, lost at a supermarket after fucking over uh, the hedge for uh-huh. like eighty times a day. You're just yeah, like, yeah. let me go hear some Freebird and, and cleanse the palate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, I, I, okay, I get and it. now every time I hear Freebird, I can't. Not think of so like that is those, the plus side yeah. of that of using that song is that now it's like well at least I have some cool Imagery. like shots to yeah. go with it, but uh, let's not jump to the end. We'll not jump. So anyway, um, the the that movie made its budget back opening night, uh huh, um, or, or opening weekend, which back in the day, uh huh, the day being two thousand one, uh, movies if they made money. They were the studios were happy, especially these smaller ones, like under ten million dollars. If you made ten million dollars, or if you you know if your movie grows more and you made a million, three million, whatever, how much how much money? Yeah. They were like, let's make another one. Yeah, let's let you make something a sequel right. or whatever. 
So they uh, they were like, all right, uh, this movie is a complete, absolute mess, but you have a fan base. The fans seem to love it. Mm. Even the ones who are like, this isn't a good movie, but we enjoy it. Yeah. We have another idea. And he's like, well, I want to do them getting like shot out and then it being the uh, sheriff uh, like on a mission to kill them. Like, was that edge. Sheriff in House of a Thousand Corpses? No, but the his brother, the one that they shot, that was in House of a Thousand oh, Corpses. So they were alluding to something that actually happened. Yeah, that oh. was what happened. Okay. Um, and this takes place, I think they say, said like six months later after the kids went missing. Okay, you know, and so like the other movie, they kill everybody. You know, I guess happy ending if you're on their side. Yeah, right. Uh, and yeah, the movie's over. Yeah. This one ends. This one starts with they figured it out. They know that they're there. And they're they're doing the the ambush the raid. gotcha um and like all the all the characters in the house Otis and baby and uh mama firefly and tiny uh played by Matthew McGorry uh mm-hmm. rest in peace uh he actually died right after this movie which came one out. was tiny tiny's the big guy the 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 disfigured one okay because okay he's from uh big fish okay yeah because that wait he was the wait giant so who was the guy that uh was the the pimp's assistant guy. Who was that? That is Michael Berryman. Yeah. Also a he's, famous yeah, character was, actor and, and uh horror film guy. He uh his big break I would say was in the original Hills Have Eyes. Okay. Um, but he's been in a lot of other stuff. Uh, yeah. was in, oh, you know what he was in? Uh-huh. He was in uh Cuckoo's Nest. Originally? Was, yeah, the original Cuckoo's Nest. He was the uh, he was one of the the chronics. Like he, he didn't really talk. He was just the big guy that looked like Michael Berryman. But did he have a like a fro, like like a frizzy hair and stuff, or was he still bald back then? He was bald back then too. Okay, so he was wow. So he's been acting for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and he, um, I forget exactly. I mean, yeah, like had, for for it, anyone listening, if you don't know the name, it's a guy that like you would immediately recognize when you see his face yeah you're like oh he's been in horror yeah he's been in things yeah but anyway okay but that wasn't the same guy that played the disfigured guy the tall no 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 no. that that killed the the killed the sheriff at the end yeah no that's that's matthew mcgory because i was so fucking confused oh you thought they were i was like who the fuck is this yeah well once i figured out it wasn't him i was like who is this matthew mcgory still holds the guinness book world records for longest toe (laughs) at eight inches Damn. <laughs> That's a big old toe. That's a big ass. You know what they say about men with big toes? <laughs> they got big feet. They, yeah. Exactly. I mean, I would hope. What if you had like a, a size a three? A big ass eight inch toe. Like a size and five. And then the rest of your foot yeah. is size five. Size five foot yeah. with an eight inch toe. But only one. And it's the that pinky sounds, toe. That sounds like a country song or something. Yeah. Size five foot with an eight, eight inch toe. toe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Damn. Um, so when they they actually filmed some stuff in this movie after the the escape and everything that they like found Dr. Satan. They they talk about the underground part that you see at the end of the last movie mm-hmm. uh in like all the news clips or whatever. And they actually filmed a part where they were rushing Dr. Satan uh into a hospital to like not like I guess make sure he didn't die so they could arrest him or whatever. Yeah. And right. he like wakes up and he bites the neck of the nurse who was played by a then relatively unknown um Rosario Dawson. So Rosario Dawson was killed. Relatively unknown. Yeah, back this, then? Yeah. Like, Rent was like kind was of really, in her heyday, right? Well, I mean, she was uh, more in the independent circuit, but like sure, yeah. before Rent, sure. she hadn't really popped uh, on screen. Not that Rent did well. Yeah. But like that was her first, like, you know, lead esque thing. The biggest uh, thing I remember. But she was her in, in Kids, which is. She uh, was in Kids, really? Yeah. With Chloe Savini? Yeah. 
Um, Sauvignon, as I like to say. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I remember, I remember her big breakout being Clerks Two. Yeah, Clerks Two, which came out uh, the same year. As in House of a Thousand Corp- yeah. Corpses? No, as this this oh, movie. Oh, the yes. her part that got cut was in this movie. But they cut all the Doctor Satan stuff. They cut oh. all the mention of like the underground, like because it, oh. it's so well, weird. When, when it was so like weird Death Proof though? Was what oh seven nine oh seven? I think it was oh nine. No, no, no. I remember because it was right after we gra- I graduated, oh. and I went up to Austin and watched it with Cena. Uh, I yeah. did the whole grind. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, I saw it in, in San Marcos at, as at well. Alamo. Yeah, shout out to my boy Cena Safari. There you go. Um, but anyway, um, what was I going to say before I went down memory lane there? Yeah. So that's where this movie starts. Yeah. Basically, is it towards the end of that? So it's one way of saying that this is a direct sequel, but it has such a different feel. It, it's kind of like a actual storyline, even though it's kind of chaotic. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not just being stuck in that house. Yeah. And we'll uh, get into that. Like a even, bit. even Sherry Moon Zombie says that she looks at it as a, like, a sequel in spirit. It's like we took those characters and made this new world that they're in. Yeah. You know, okay. So, yeah. I get that. Yeah. Cause like if you see house of a thousand corpses, the end is like, what is going on? Yeah. And even, even uh, like that one had a whole deal with the studios and like changing things and changing budgets and like him not really having a total script. And so the end, he was just like, yeah, then I just wanted to make this like, uh, Alice in Wonderland allegory. And it's like, but you didn't do that for the first half of the movie. So what is oh, that? Oh yeah, yeah. So it's very weird, but it is an interesting watch. Okay. And uh, the guy, they, uh, the one of the kids' dads or something comes up, and it's is an old man that they end up killing, uh-huh. and uh, it is the guy who plays uh, uh, Private Ryan, the old Private Ryan. So he was like, we got to kill. We got to oh, kill wow. Private Ryan, and it was like the same year, like, it was like Matt Damon. Yeah, it yeah. was two thousand one. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it's this it's this shot that's like it's Otis and he's got the gun like he's got the guy kneeled down and uh-huh. he's pointing the gun at his head and it just like the camera just like pans back and pans back and pans back and it's like this huge far away shot and it just keeps going keeps going until it's like they're like real small like uh-huh. in the frame and then he just fucking shoots him point blank range and he just drops and then he goes to the next scene it's a very weird oh interesting neat shot huh cool Okay. So, anyway, but this movie, yeah, fucking picks up right, right in some action. Has its own and drops you, drops you right in shots. the action. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, shall I start going down my notes because Let's I got things it. to talk about Let's here. Let's do it. I have Let's some go. criticism. So if you're listening, Rob, I just want you to know. I want you to prepare yourself. I'm going to say some things that you might consider to be not very nice about this movie, but I, it's all out of love. Okay, Rob. So don't you turn that dial. Okay. Just need to prepare him. Yeah, I know he's very sensitive and an avid list, an avid, ga- uh, avid, gapper. avid gapper, avid, avid gapper, gapper. Uh, definitely. Because we did, we did another zombie movie, right? We did both of his Halloweens. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, one of them. No, well, we, we did, we both did of do them. both of them. That's yeah. right. Um, okay, so, uh, so right off the bat, uh, my first note was: I wonder how much it sucked uh, being the girl getting dragged. In the in the dirt and the leaves and stuff and having to get the takes and everything yeah. like how many times you know because she's book ass naked and shit yeah and, well she's she's, and she's getting a, pulled forward so yeah like everything is going right up well, the butt crack <laughs> yeah well she's on a she's on a little carpet so she's not actually getting dragged on yeah, her but that dirt was, back that dirt and was they they had a there. little they had a little like uh like latex diaper kind of thing protecting her 
that's her good. nether regions. That's good. Yeah. I've yeah. watched the commentary. Oh, you did. That's yeah. good. Okay, well, so not as not as painful as it looks. Then, yeah. or not as it, like it uh, is. It is acting. Yeah, it is. Yeah, a movie. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. Well, I just I don't know how real zombie likes to get. Yeah, you know. I mean, it looks pretty. She looks dead too. It was, yeah, like, it could yeah, have been a fake true. body. This, you don't know. This but is true. Not. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay, and then all right, so. Okay, so it was a really cool moment when the mom was like, "You ain't getting me," and then she tries to shoot yeah. herself, and then the bullet there's it's out of bullets. Um, that's a pretty intense shootout scene too. It is, but see, the thing is, is that I I, I really it, I I realized watching this movie, and it doesn't it's not necessarily anything having to do with the way this movie was done or this that scene was done. Mm-hmm. It just kind of like made me realize that. Uh, I think I have figured out through my journey doing this podcast that I I don't care for action sequences at all. I just don't yeah. find them necessary. You see through them, you're like, well, everything on the outside was shot two weeks earlier at a different location. I mean, and everything inside is shot. Yeah, the, yeah. well, there's and that there's aspect the of it. Yeah. And then it's also, they just always end up just being like a mess of things. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. Blowing up. And, and you automatically know usually what the result is going to be as soon as it starts. Uh So I don't find it a very effective uh, way of, of telling a story, you know, like, I I don't know. It doesn't engross you. It does. It just doesn't do anything for me. I just always end up being bored as hell during it and just being like, when is this part going to end? Because I know how it's going to end anyway. Well, and there's some directors who do it better than others. I think this is a pretty well done version. This is good. This was good. He did. He did well. And part of it is the chaotic, nature yeah. of it like you're not really supposed to know who's getting shot and who's yeah you know all that stuff the the geography of the house is not that well laid out ahead of time yeah but Which i mean is it is mainly not in the one really room. necessary but yeah because it is supposed to feel like i don't know what's going on there's gas yeah. masks everywhere yeah uh, i mean gas everywhere and like half of them are in masks half of them are in wearing coffee cans and yeah yeah uh and like you don't know who any of these people are yeah which is I, when i first saw it i had not seen the first one either so like i i know how that feels, but like it doesn't matter. So, and you I guess get, maybe it's because it, the good it and the bad. does start right off the bat with that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. very fucking soon. And so it's just like, it's, I don't know. I just yeah. kind of was like, well, okay, uh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like maybe show one explosion and then cut to, oh, we got away. I mean, let's like do this. That would, that's obviously like a way worse way to tell a story. Yeah. But I'm just trying, I'm just saying, you just, like, you want to cut it. You I want to, I'm just like, okay, I'm, I get it. You know, yeah. but anyway, you, um, you like you like the Shakespeare way of just like instead yeah, of seeing it, it's just like somebody telling you what happened later, right? Or or yeah, like finding a a clever way of saying what had happened, but now we're in the meat of of the. I'm more interested in the the so personal. Like you love it. You love it in personal in the fast, growth between characters you love the and parts, interaction between you characters. You love the parts of the Fast and the Furious where they're like, "Let's race to to win these cars," and yes. then it just cuts to them back at the place. Yes. Well, we won these cars, dude. I would love that movie. They, if they, that was in five. That literally happens in five. They go to the place and they're like, Let's oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, they, they did back. do that. We got yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, they did do that. And kudos to them for that. Um, I need to go back and rewatch that one so I can appreciate that moment <laughs> more moment. now <laughs> that I'm now that I'm like have You've gotten to this it. point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, it's just an observation. Yeah. And again, not necessarily saying anything bad about the way it was done in this movie. Well, it was it's just also, something where I was just like, all right. It's also hard to be engrossed in something that's supposed to be that much you're in the moment when yeah. it's like on your phone and you're working. 
Yeah, that's true, but it, but, you, that, you, but that's not the yeah, that's not gone, the reason. You've had this before. I watching a movie in theaters. Uh, uh, in theaters, dude. You know, Love and Thunder and and The Eternals, which are bad examples of good action. Yeah, because they're not good action. But yeah, like when all the melee's going down when the when those demons were fucking terrorizing the town, I was just kind of like, all right, well, okay, yeah. kill the kill the kill things, the thing. Let's let's, let's get, get to get the story. On with this. Yeah, exactly. I get it. Anyway, um. Okay, so, uh, but yeah, the You Ain't Getting Me part was cool. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, well, we'll get to that. I'll go, I'll circle back around to that. Uh, Spalding had a cool uh, introduction. Was he in the yes, House of a Thousand he, Corpses? So his his part of House of a Thousand Corpses is he runs the roadside attraction, which is yeah, the right, right, right. that you see. And then, yeah, yeah. After the like that, amazing, that, after that, that great the, fake out, the people in yeah. that, yeah, the exactly. Great, that was which is hilarious. like the best fake out, especially when yeah. it's like when it does fake out because it's not like it was a good dream, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> like I know. Up, yeah, he does wake up and he goes, "I was having a great dream." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like still his gross house. It's still he's with a prostitute. Yeah, who doesn't like to be called a prostitute, so she's gonna shoot him. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, but um, he was the he was captain spaulding he he dresses like a clown and he has people come into this creepy thing uh-huh. and then he sends them on their way to the house so that's his only relation to the movie the other movie we don't know how he like we know that he works with the fireflies but we don't know anything about him until baby calls him and says dad oh right oh okay yeah. so you didn't even know that he was oh so that's why the uh, sheriff was like son of a bitch whenever he saw him uh, his pictures of him in yeah. the house yeah because he Connecting made that connection. Because yeah, they all know who this creepo guy is. All right. See, I was a little confused by yeah. that too. I was like, how does he not like if he's a part of that family? How does he not know? Yeah, that? nobody, but, nobody knows that. Okay, yeah. Did, that makes more sense. Captain Spaulding is a character from the Groucho Marx Animal Crackers or whatever. Or right, duck, which they was explained. It duck Super, yeah, uh, it's one Animal of Crackers. Yeah, and then like all the characters are, you know, they're all there. yeah. So right, they didn't right. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well that makes more sense about that cut too, too, because there was. Uh, I wonder, maybe I do just need to see House of a Thousand Corpses or something, because there was a lot of fucking cut twos that, okay, so when, well, they, I will when, tell they, you when this, they had the- Watching House of a Thousand Corpses is not going to answer, not gonna answer that. All right, well, because when they did that cut to, to Groucho Marx, or to the Marx Brothers revelation, mm-hmm. um, it just seemed really random, other than it was just inserted in there to explain that- these are all names from Marx Brothers movies. That's all it is. But yeah. after that, there was no. That's all it is. It's just because it was like so. Like Zombie likes the Marx Brothers, and he just thought yeah. that was a cool idea that they would have adopted. So, these, so these that's names. so that's kind of the thing is that there's a little bit of that peppered in throughout this movie to where it sort of felt like he didn't know how to like really well, have a cohesive narrative i think it's or a straight line narrative i think it's less than that i think it's more that it is real it's just like these fucking nut jobs just happen to well, be but like so, let's, let's so call like, ourselves so you know, i guess i guess the thing is like, there though, doesn't have to be a reason that they picked it but i guess no 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 i no the no it's not i don't have a problem with them using marx brothers names yeah but the thing is that they put that scene in there explaining it and it just totally was not necessary yeah you know what i mean like have them use marx brothers names and either don't tell the audience and just let the ones that know know yeah or you can just be like you could just have a line that's like oh yeah it's like oh well, you know what i just realized captain these are all marks with it you ever seen the marks brothers but yeah, but the I way think, that he like yeah. cut to this like 
close up on Groucho Marx, and then and then oh, Captain, uh, you're gonna want to see this, and like made a whole yeah. scene out of this. Like you don't well, need that, that whole scene. And I think that that whole thing, and it does kind of get lost in the shuffle of it because of how fast uh, uh, Waddell goes nuts for this stuff is it supposed to be them doing the police work even though the police work is kind of a dead end because it doesn't well, I mean, matter i, I who get they that. are yeah that's that's but it's just i'm yeah. just saying it i don't I think that saying, that whole yeah. scene was was especially was uh necessary really yeah um but there was a little bit there was another example perfect example was um that whole uh when it goes into it goes from that into uh calling the movie buff in yeah which that character which was just fucking. A, that's why that scene's great. still in there. Yeah. Yeah. But then, but then, <laughs> and, then and then also, they, but they then it goes can't. off on a joke about, yeah. don't you dare take Elvis Presley's name in vain ever again, or I'll yeah. shoot you. Don't you ever talk shit about yeah. King Elvis Aaron yeah, Presley? The king. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then, but then that was it. Yeah. The, there like was totally no, unne- yeah. not necessary at all, and also kind of confused the tone a little bit because. There were genuinely funny moments just from the natural lines that the characters say throughout the movie. Yeah. But then when you try to force in a funny moment like that, it's just kind of like... Oh, I don't think it's forced at all. I, I thought it was it, totally I think it's, forced. It's, very because real. It's, it's also this throwback to the, the, like the Grindhouse style that this is. It's just this like drive-in movie, right? It's the, the plot is there. It's this guy trying to get these guys... Uh, it's the sheriff trying to kill these people who are awful. The yeah. the twist of it is that you kind of end up on their side at some point, almost. Where, you, but we'll get to that. But yeah. um, like, it's not about any individual thing. It's just like what, like the plot's gonna drive itself. So like, how can you make it entertaining the whole way through without it just being a bunch of murder scenes? Like, we want to get those little moments of character. So. The, the idea that this sheriff is trying to walk the line, as he says, uh-huh. you know, and do the police work, do the grunt work. But then he calls in this thing that could be a lead. Uh-huh. And then immediately the guy <clears throat> who might be able to tell them a connection between this stuff. He's like, fuck you. You don't like Elvis. Yeah. So he's yeah. like, you're out. And he's angry about it. You know, he's, and then he goes really nuts with like killing. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to kill these people. Yeah. Well, so but that I mean, I, I get that. But if you're going to do that, make throw it reference it again or something don't just make it be a one-off thing it just felt a little shoved in there because the it was a, yeah because it was just a one-off thing he never references it again yeah like you could have like made a a little theme of a joke throughout the movie there and oh, like actually that, gave see, it some substance i feel like that would have would have gone too much like i think the 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 joke is not it's not like a running gag they're not making a comedy it's not even really a, it's it's a I don't situational care for it. joke i don't care for it it just it just was like because the movie had its own tone on its own and had its own humor within the tone that was already established. You don't feel like that fits that same tone. No, oh, I no, feel not like at all. Right, right because the what spot. the fuck does Elvis have to do with any of this? That's who this guy is. The guy is not Elvis. No, he's like he's an Elvis guy. Yeah, but so what's but I get that, but what's the point of just shoving that in the middle of a movie that has nothing to do with this man being an Elvis guy? You know, I know what I mean? I I, I see. Like, I feel like it, we're it, it just, the same thing. It was, and I like it because of it, and you don't. I don't know. It was just distracting. I felt like, it, or it just I just felt forced. It just felt like a forced comedic moment that didn't need to happen. All right. I don't feel you know? like any of this movie is forced. I felt like that was definitely forced. All right. Yeah. 
For sure. And actually, I mean, a lot of the dialogue seemed forced. Well, and I don't know if that was the way it was acted. That is. Or if that was the actual writing of it. If it has to do with Sherry Moon, then yeah, it's bad. Oh, okay. Well, here she is, is. She is uh, fucking terrible. Okay. She is so bad. Here's one of my Especially notes. Especially with how goddamn great everybody else is. Fucking uh, Leslie Easterbrook, the mother firefly. Uh-huh. Whoa, she's going for it. You know, and yes, all yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, she went Sheriff all out. Uh, yeah. Uh, William Forsyth uh, as Wydell, Sid Haig, Captain Spaulding, uh, Bill Mosley as Otis. Like, these guys are phenomenal, uh-huh. right? Uh, even fucking, uh, um, uh, fucking, uh, what was her name? In it? The, the one that uh, Elizabeth Daly played, the uh, Tommy Pickles, the, the prostitute, uh, like Candy or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Candy, man, something, one of those things. Like, yeah. her, like, so good. Yeah. I mean, you know, as good as you can be with four, yeah, but like four it was, lines. they were so real, like they were lived it. Michael Berryman, these, all these characters feel lived yeah. and feel real. And then the and Spalding's then brother, the pimp, was great. Ken Foray, yeah, yeah which yeah. we will see in Dawn of the Dead. What the original Dawn of the Dead? Yeah, really? Yeah, he's a he's an old school guy. Damn, what but he's the like hell? the lead in Dawn of the Dead. Whoa! And then he uh, he's also got like a cameo in the in the uh, new one. But the okay. the whole family or, or the the band, I mean Brian Posehn being in there, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And then uh, uh, you know Diamond Dallas Page and Danny Trejo like just being in there. Yes, like, dude. When I saw that was a great that was such actors. a pleasant surprise. Danny Trejo, I was not surprised no, because he's been he's in, in everything. This is totally his type of movie. Yeah. But uh, Diamond Dallas Page, though, I was like DDP. Yeah. Man, these kids don't even know, dude. That diamond cutter. But like everybody Shit. in this movie is so R. good. R.I.P. Like too, I think. Right? Didn't he die? No, no, he's still around. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Oops. Um, the, everybody in it is so good. Oh that yeah, he's she doing the yoga thing. So bad, you know, because she is so. Bad. So this is one of my notes. Like she, it's just a thing that like everything she says sounds like somebody reading. Like it, it's just I don't. Know. Let me let me give you the little, uh, uh, rundown of of how mm-hmm. my notes went. Okay. okay, so you can. See where, right. where I am with you on this one. All right. Spalding's dream. Oh, shit. Brian Pussain. Spalding stealing the car and yelling at the kid, which we started the movie yeah. with. That was just creepy. Oh, man. So good. All around. Very well. Wait, uh, very love, well acted. Him, him talking to the mom. I'm going to confiscate your vehicle for uh, yeah, yeah. clown business. Uh. What? Did I stutter, bitch? Yeah, I know. Man, it was like, damn. And it also kind of, well, no. All right. Um, I just got to say, he is so scary. But like it's not the well, clown but, makeup that but, makes him scary. Yeah, but the but at the same time he's not. Yeah, uh, and that, but, in a, in a it's, it's he's strangely he's folksy. Yeah, in a way too, yeah, to where you just it, like the clown oh. stuff of him and like the grossness of him is not the scary part. It's when he turns. Yeah, when he turns and like you're that. Just like, oh, oh like, and then when he talked to the kid, like all that. of them, dude. Oh. Imagine being a kid and having a dude in clown makeup being like, "If you don't do this, I'm gonna come back and kill your whole fucking family." Yeah, like dude, after that he, is after traumatizing, he, bro. After watching him cold cock your mom, dude, <laughs> yeah, that is traumatizing. That was fucking really well done on if you wanted to show a truly realistic like how things can be scary in real life yeah which this whole movie is especially yeah. that first half yeah right like, like you, do not forget these people are goddamn monsters yeah right i know which is why i was so mad when the sheriff died but anyway we'll get to that but uh so then my next note was uh is this horror or is it just gross the you're the devil make me your so and so, oh yeah, make me your slave or whatever scene. Gross, yeah, gross. That is, 
Like and then, that is such an uncomfortable scene to watch. Yeah, and that got that got chopped way down. Oh, uh, from the, for the MPAA ratings, and it's still yeah. like that's one of those ones where I oh God, I mean, I love that scene because you feel it. It's yeah, very, it's very Big time. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where like and, it's not even the violence that gets it. It does get yeah, yeah. incredibly violent, way more than than Chainsaw. Yeah, right. But just like I love, uh, I love Baby working the game on. Um, uh, what was his name? Uh, the sheriff, Roy, Roy, the Roy, the the old man that that left. Oh her yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, she's still so bad, but he's so good at selling those things. And yeah, like, all those characters are good. And then when she's like, open the door, it's Brian and Poseidon, and she's like, yeah, yeah, uh, is Roy in here? Yeah, he's in here. Yeah, yeah. And then they on. just fucking shoot him right out. Yeah. Oh man. And like, yeah. like just. But dude, the way that he fucking <laughs> the like, guy just vomits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which they then do the callback to. So. uh <laughs> is your is your wife into the vomit thing? Oh like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Just they're just assholes on right. top of being yeah. like getting off, like everything about what they do is they're they're just broken. And yeah, like this way of like they're not even they're not even broken. They they are monsters and they need to die. Yeah, <laughs> right. They need yeah. to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monsters personified, right? Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, but yeah, that whole scene was just like, I was like, oh man, I don't know if there's more of this, I don't know if I can do this to be honest, which I mean, I guess is a, uh, you know, says something at yeah. how well it was shot and, and everything and how well it was directed and acted and all that. Well, and but they, at the same time, I'm like, does, it's, uh, does it's anyone need to watch something like this? Well, especially when they gross. get to that part and it's like 30 minutes into the movie and yeah. you're like, is this going to be the whole yeah, movie? Yeah, right. I know. And like when they get you which out thank of God there, it wasn't. When they get you out of there, like I've seen this movie probably 30, 40 times. Yeah. And um, a lot of that was working projection or working. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm not going to watch Over the Hedge again. I'm going to go watch the shit out of this movie that. Yeah. Like it, it enthralled me. Like there's yeah. something about the way it's shot and it's so gritty. Uh-huh. And like those scenes, especially where you're just like, these people must die. And then we'll get to the next part. But uh-huh. uh, like the more like I go back and revisit this movie after like taking some time, I always remember those scenes being like so much of the movie. Yeah. It's really not. It's not. Yeah. It's like a scene and a half, but they stand out. Yeah. They stand out. And then when they go back to it too, where it's, what is baby messing with them? Like the stuff that baby's doing to him is pretty fucked up too, but it's not, it's not the, the sexual harassment. Right. 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 But that was cool too, because the whole time when, when, uh, who was it? The brother was Otis. Yeah. When he was doing that shit and, the whole time I was, I was, I couldn't help but just think like, I would just be like, kill me. I'd yeah. just be like, shoot me, dude. I'm yeah. not going to do what that. Are we doing? I'm not sucking your dick. Yeah. I'm not saying that shit to you. Just fucking shoot me. Cause what? Like, if that's my option, fucking shoot me. Yeah. And then later, I mean, although he had bullets in his gun, but later when, when baby is like trying to fucking, yeah. and then she tries the, she gets the gun and thinks she has the power. There's no bullets in there. She's like, it's all mind power, bitch, and yeah. shit like that. I was like, yes, exactly. Which baby, that's has why great, you call the bluff and you and, say, shoot me. And here, that's the other thing is that baby has great lines that if you can just sound like a human being when you say them, okay, this movie so would play so much. That better. leads to my very next note. I can't tell if Sherry Zombie is good or bad at acting. Yeah. Well, because like the character is so messed up that you kind of like get into her yeah. thing, but like it's just it's like I didn't mind that, I didn't yeah, mind her. It's not that she's bad because right. she is good at the acting. She's bad at talking. Like when she talks, it takes you out of it. Like her her, Maybe her it's the inflection delivery, or yeah, something. It's her delivery yeah. that just sounds so like 
wooden or stale. Like Maybe. it just because like everything she's doing, I don't know I what buy it is. That this, I buy that she's nuts. right. I right. buy that she enjoys what she's doing. Yeah. There's a sadistic pleasure to it. Like yeah. the, like the acting is there. Her reacting is excellent. But there's it's but like it's, there's something it's just the way she something says something just behind the voice. Yeah. That doesn't. It's, feel real it's the yeah it's the way she reads the lines that i guess just man uh, yeah because there is something yeah. there that you're just like because everything is, else is I'm she like, good or not yeah, i can't tell and that's what's weird because it doesn't it's not enough to take you totally out of the movie because she's yeah. she's very good yeah it's just her connection to those lines it just sounds like she's reading them but she's delivering them like when you watch her you're like mm-hmm. it's still a great performance but it just it's something weird about it mm-hmm. and it's like that in in everything she's done Mm. Which is but everything Rob she's done stuff. is all Rob Zombie stuff, yeah. right? So I wonder if I can get a little psych- psychological here. I wonder if that that uh, lack of commitment behind the voice that we're hearing and noticing is is the safety net of my husband is the director. Yeah, he can't. And so I am him. I am completely comfortable. Yeah, and I don't have to really go all out because well, and, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know? like, and how much direction? Well, because like it's it really comes down to. A thing of like, with that, it's like the the line read. Like, how do you direct that line read uh-huh. without telling her how to say it? You know, which is yeah, like, right. don't don't do that. Yeah, right. Like, that's not going to help anybody, yeah. right? So it's like, because she's got the character, she's found this she, this person. She's she's got a. I mean, look, she's got a great look. She looks great on the screen. She she can act. Yeah, she can act. But there's just yeah, there was just it's something behind something the missing. delivery that yeah. didn't have the fullness of the and, and a lot of that of is a, also of like a Spalding. Yeah, a know? lot of that is how how like everybody else sounds like these are words they're saying, and hers sound like she's reciting she's, lines. Yeah, she's reading a script. Yeah, that's what it is. Because like these other things, but see, and like, and that's what I'm saying. Maybe she's just too involved. Yeah, with it, you know, like with her husband being the director and. It's, it's, you know, she's going to go home and that's just going to be her life anyway. And I'm yeah. sure she helped in all the production and everything. And when you're trying to wear all those hats, yeah. it's hard to master one. Yeah. You know? I mean, that could be it. I just wonder. I just wonder. I, I don't know anything. Who am I, Freud? <laughs> you know? Are you? I don't think so. I may be. You take off your Bryce Skid mask <laughs> uh, and you are Freud. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway. So, yeah. so that scene is is messed up. Yeah, fuck that shit. But it was well done. Yeah. I mean, you know, it it worked. And <laughs> it was effective. What, what's what's interesting about those scenes is that they're they're, you know, gross and awful, but like the it's not the the gore parts of those scenes that is the hardest shit yeah, to watch. Yeah, it's the it's everything that they're making it's like them what they're doing yeah. to the people yeah. psychologically. And then even. like like cuz I could watch the scenes where he beats the shit out of the two uh, out of the the out of uh Roy and uh the other guy like when they're going to get the guns oh man that was such a cool scene too yeah and like man okay so we can get into that thing yeah because this movie does it gets really fucking cool when sheriff what is his name Wydell Wydell W-Y-D-E-L when Wydell snaps and is like fuck it I'm just gonna do it yeah when he he has that scene with his brother that was yeah and that was so cool that he went out there and started getting his vengeance and then like obviously you know got Treo and Diamond Dallas Page to help him out and uh could have used a little bit more of their characters actually. Yeah. I mean they um, end up just showing up. They're the, they're how he finds them. Yeah, yeah. could have used a little bit more interaction with them, but yeah. that's ne- neither here nor there. Just because I love Danny Trejo and, well, and Diamond I, Dallas Page for crying out loud. I can't remember if there was any deleted scenes on 
from them, but there's a lot that ended up getting cut to sure. get this movie organized. And like, you can tell that it's, I mean, it works for this movie and it works for zombie style, but there is a massive disconnect in point of view of all this. Yeah. Like, you know, a movie really should have like, you know, either like one clear point of view or be able to dis like, like we should be on like having the point of view of, of something that's going on with the, the firefly clan, mm-hmm. the, the devil's rejects, and then something that's going on with Wydell. But we have these like, specific point of view stuff with Wydell, but then we have, you know, Captain Spaulding. I mean, we see both of their dreams, mm-hmm. you know, and then we also have all these things of like the, like you can't figure out whose point of view you're on and it, it works for the movie, but like that can get convoluted. And if you're like, it's not even really that it's done right. It's just, it's done. Mm-hmm. So it still plays. Yeah. So I think that that's part of where this movie kind of can fall apart, but at the same time, it works in its own advantage Yeah. as well. Yeah, so, yeah, sure. Yeah. So when he really goes nuts, that's where you start to. Well, and it was cool because the whole time that, I mean, at least for me, and I imagine a lot of people watching this movie, maybe uh, the whole time the family was doing all that fucked up shit. I was like growing to hate these characters yeah oh yeah absolutely and so when but i didn't expect uh there to be like a vigilante justice sequence to it Uh i didn't expect them to get any anything coming to them and so when he did start going off on that i was like oh hell yeah this is cool like they're gonna get theirs for how shitty they are you know and like but then of course they don't i'm so annoyed by that well none of them well they end up getting shot at by the cops and everything, yeah. but Wydell dies. I wanted Wydell to do it. Oh. You know what I mean? See, I... I and, and, dude, it was so confusing when so all I of a got, sudden this giant deformed dude comes up and fucking breaks his neck. He was I was the, like, who the fuck is that guy? He was in the very beginning. He was the one dragging the girl, and he stayed Ugh. in the woods when they came in. That's who that was? But like, see, but see, see I my thing, my thing... I wasn't was, even paying attention to yeah, that. My thing was that, like, uh, Wydell sucks. Like I mean, he's he's gone nuts, and he's like obsessive over this stuff, right? Well, yeah. Like when he does it, and then when he goes in there, he basically they have turned him into them, to where he's now torturing oh, yeah, and yeah, all that right. stuff. And then like so, that's like, the I, point. I did know. want like it, it's one of those things where it's like these people are awful, but then then we spend so much time watching him g- become insane and like gut their mother, yeah, and like then we see all these like scenes of like. Like, yes, they are monsters, but they're a family, too, with, like, the sweet, like, tutti fucking fruity scene and all that weird shit fuck, I don't know, where, where you almost you almost start to root for them because they you, no. you start to get on their side versus the other. I did. It's so. And then, like, you then you remember, oh, yeah, I, I want them all to die. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know, man. I was never on their side. I This is one of, like. I have more sympathy for Michael Myers than I do for any of these characters. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, you don't actually have any sympathy. I, I you have sympathy because you're, you're the way that they talk to each other and all that. I was like, these people. I mean, and this is this is to say that like if that was the point that Zombie was trying to make with these characters, then he did a really good job because they're absolutely unredeemable, and it's. Yeah, and it is. And it are. is. There is something to be said to where you can make a movie still entertaining and have all of your main characters be absolutely unredeemable. Yeah, and and it's not that you're on their beams. side as as like you want them. It's it's like because they have this other side of them that is so different from their other thing that yeah, and like they we've got these breaks yeah of the levity even like with like that scene with the. 
the um that you hate with the the uh f- the film critic guy or whatever like you get these breakup things uh-huh. where you you're able to disconnect from how awful the thing was before that you're not even remembering the beginning of the movie when you're watching this stuff with these other people uh-huh. and then you start seeing the how awful this other guy is and now you're like oh I want him to die and then you forget, well, yeah, like, and, and why does so, not very redeemable either? No, yeah. yeah, and and like it's all it. Everybody needs to die. Like there's yeah. no there's no yeah, good true. guy here. Even if they have yeah, even and if that's how, is it, that's on how the, it ended. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, other than the fact that like the the sequel of this does make like oh yeah they they got shot but they didn't die. Oh no, yeah. really? None of oh, them died. Cop out. They uh, now Sid Haig was was too sick to really make a movie at the time, uh-huh. so he did a couple of scenes and they had him like lethally injected but he has like a monologue scene mm. in a jail cell and then the other ones but it's like they were all on the brink of death and they brought him back so that they could punish them oh, and then of course they get out of jail and stuff. the third one's not great that's not good yeah they, they got to do a lot of legwork what's that one called it. that's called uh three from hell oh i've never even heard of that one yeah it was it didn't it, do very well i'm guessing well it it was a like a fathom of it like a he made it. It was all self-financed, and they don't make movies. Like I said, the yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses made money, so he got to make a second one. Right? Yeah, right. Like, right and they don't right. do that anymore. Yeah, like movies. Like it has to be something that they're going to make two hundred million dollars on. Or they oh, but that's the one that it. came out in twenty nineteen or whatever you said. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So it was much later too. Yeah. It was or no, it was twenty. It was before the pandemic. Yeah. Okay. It might have been like twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. Oh, here yeah. we go. All right, but come it, on, but still, it was like they released it for three days come on, as like a fathom event, and then it did so well there that they they gave it another a third uh, or like an, another night. I think it was like in October or something, and then it came out on like on demand and DVD. Oh, and gotcha, like that. gotcha. Okay, so it was more or less a straight for straight to video release. Yeah, well, this movie ended like perfectly, and yeah. that seems and like that ruins it. Yeah, totally. it really does. Like <laughs> and even the like it's like they shoot out like the song stops and then it. Then it starts over and they yeah go another oh road no Which is, like great what that's how the and that's how the that's how this three movie from ends. hell no that's how this movie ends where they're yeah like yeah they get shot and then it then like then it has the doesn't it start playing the song again oh I don't uh, remember for the credits? no 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 or but it is still the not not freebird no yeah but it is still all the shots of the road yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that being said, there were really cool, like, you know, Tarantino, like very of the style then, right? Mm-hmm. And kind of, you know, Robert Rodriguez, Tarantino-esque. Although I will say, Grindhouse was after this movie, right? It was, yes. So, you know, yeah. hey, is- hey, Tarantino, you know. Throw- well, that's even what I think, like, Ebert said something about how, like, this is such a, a, a like, a perfect throwback to those grindhouse pictures yeah the way that tarantino liked to do and yeah kill bill or whatever at the time yeah the, right like, the last big tarantino thing so. well dude i thought it was i thought there were some really effective like scene changes and stuff like those little like how it would suddenly freeze frame and side yeah. swipe and he even did one really cool trick where it was it did a side swipe and, and then, then there the was a camera picture, panned yeah. the opposite way or whatever yeah. and it just made it look like you were like whoa shit uh that was that was really cool or it and, would be like it, it, like there was like one where it went from one place to the other but in between it was a picture of uh uh roy and and um the like the redheaded guy and like his wife or what like there was a picture yeah yeah in there too yeah you know? exactly yeah um that was all really effective i thought uh very tastefully done and then um the scene where trejo what were they called the filthy two or whatever yeah 
The filthy boys. The filthy. The filthy boys. <laughs> no, that's us. Um, no, the uh, Trejo and and DDP go and find the unholy two. The unholy two. Yeah. Okay. Um, when the they devils go, rejects and the unholy two. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Um, when they find when they go to the uh, cat house and find them and start shooting them up and mm-hmm. shit. It's all done in like slow mo little cuts, yeah. cut twos, and and with the soundtrack going. I thought that was that was a cool way to show a fucking action yeah. sequence. That was dope. Yeah, you like to know like, what's going on, right? But also, like you had a cool song playing over it that set a tone, and then and then all this like action going on. So that's how I want to see so my really, action, man. Really, that was what dope. it comes down to is you don't like loud noises. If they're not I music, I think that any so like, thing, any sound. Yeah, if we set that first yeah. action sequence to some music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it was like a faster music, sure, that kept yeah. the tempo, it would you would hold your attention more. Absolutely, I think you get that loud one hundred percent, like those decibels, and you're like, I can't. Yeah, like all I hear is 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 ringing in my ears. I have tinnitus. Dude, Maybe you have tinnitus, dude. Rob, throw one of your songs over it. I will pay way more attention to it. Just throw anything in there. Yeah. You know. So well, he's already throwing his own wife in the movies. He doesn't want to get too self <laughs> self appreciative, right? Um, but yeah, fucking uh, that was a that was a cool way to do an action sequence. Yeah, and uh, I I enjoyed that very much. Um, so yeah, there was now that I for, can agree for, with you on for all for, sure. for all the stuff that I felt maybe wasn't as cohesive or or coherent or whatever. There was also shit that uh, was really cool and that I really enjoyed. And like I said, there were genuinely funny moments just with the straight up natural dialogue that the people that the characters said um, that uh, that I you know thought was well done. Yeah. That, I mean, uh, some of, a lot of what. Well, um, and you know what, the movie critic guy was hilarious. I yeah. mean, that character was fucking funny as all hell and so well. All the characters are played very, of being that very guy. well done. The weird. Uh, scene with Michael Berryman and and Ken Forey, the whatever their characters' names were, the 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 ones that ran the yeah. Bunny Ranch, yeah, yeah, and like when they went to go get those chickens, and then that guy. Was, oh, that uh, was see, but that was another scene where it was like, why? It's it's got to bring you have if you're gonna stay in this world, you have to have some breathing I just room. Don't, I, I like, just with, didn't. Think you it have was to necessary. get away. You have to get but away. Was it? From but how was that really breathing room though? When like when the is. whole scene was was just more gross weird random humor that just was not it just wasn't necessary i don't know i love it, like, it. you're not uh we're gonna get uh two first of all why are they even buying chickens second of all chicken dinner for everybody yeah that's coming. whatever sure but uh, like fine but okay do you but you got to gotta show no, them buy the chickens yeah but then the guy the guy just that. randomly is like the guy just randomly is like you ain't gonna fuck these chickens yeah. are you and it's like all right now we're doing and chicken he fucker knows, jokes he knows how to fuck a chicken but it's like, and he's got a, it's he's like, got, but see, the, like, and then maybe, maybe blister. I just don't, uh, maybe I just am not a fan of that style of humor yeah. that makes me not like it as much because, like, chicken fucker jokes, dude, really? That's not, it's like, oh, oh, oh you, you're gonna fuck these chickens? Well, he is a chicken. It's not that fucker. funny. It's just not that funny. But anyway, it wasn't, I just didn't also find it to fit the narrative of the whole movie. And I just thought it was random. Well, there's and not a damn you, zombie. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I I can see that, but I feel like the the narrative is is not it's meandering more than a straightforward narrative. As, I, don't know, as I think you got a pretty good a solid, solid story, story of line. like you, these people are on the run from this guy, and then the guy is going to get vengeance. There's your fucking narrative, straightforward. 
Why do you have to have a chicken fucker scene? Anyway, I'm just saying that's my critique. Hey, that's you, my critique. You gotta have Michael listen, Berryman in there. You gotta get listen. more to say. Ken Forey, Michael Berryman. They, they had no sure, part if you didn't have that. Sure, sure. Gotta have, gotta give him the chicken. It just wasn't scene. funny though. I just didn't think it was I, funny. I love it. But uh, I thought the I thought the movie critic guy was funnier than yeah. that. But anyway, I'm just saying, you know, I'm not gonna like every movie 100 yeah. of the time. I'm not gonna like everything about every movie. Okay, Rob. Don't take this personally, buddy. This is just my personal critique. I think he's taking it you know, personally. Just make it more cohesive and coherent. That's yeah, he's not, he's not great at that. He's not great at that. That's all. Uh, the next one he did was, well, Show he did the, the two Halloweens. I'll always love you. And then he did uh, Lords of Salem, which is uh, yeah. real uh, weird and hard to follow. But it's... Uh, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. It's I guess it would be like his version of a prestige horror. <laughs> it's like prestige horror. Yeah, yeah, it's like like prestige horror, like you know the quote unquote uh, high class horror. Okay. You know, like your your midsummer. I've never heard of that. Oh, really? They, yeah. That's what like, they call that. Prestige, yeah. Oh, it's like, oh, it's an allegory for grief. It's like yeah, but it's also just a good movie. Like just <laughs> let it be a good movie. Don't tell me the obvious thing about it. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it doesn't make it any better than any other horror. You know, it's just a different different medium. Uh, like gore is is another paintbrush to use to paint something, the way that yeah. you know, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, lighting something is. Too. Yeah, like it's just you know, calm down, calm down, get off your high horse. A twenty four, A twenty four do be on a high horse though. Yeah, they, but but they do be making good movies though. Oh, I love A twenty four, A twenty four pack of hot dogs from Costco. <laughs> <That's funny>. Hot dogs. <laughs> I talked over the part where the words were, so yeah, it just yeah, sounded yeah. like yeah, it just sounded yeah. like you going hot dog. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to sample yeah. that. Yeah, uh, well, you can't get it. It got me so hard. Yeah, that's true. You got to get it clean. That's true. That was actually a good joke, though. I, I did appreciate that. That was good. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, Lords of Salem is is a little bit more like weirder, harder to follow, and then he goes into Thirty One, which is. Just a gore fest. It's literally these people are kidnapped and thrown into this uh, haunted, uh, or not haunted, but like a basically a a haunted house. You know, like that you pay to go through. Uh-huh. But instead of it being a haunted house, it's literally a bunch of maniacs trying to kill you, and you have thirty one hours to get Whoa. through it. Uh, and and it's all being watched by I, this upper come, elite class. How come no one's like tried to do that yet? <laughs> <laughs> that movie or that no that, no, that haunted house the haunted house where they yeah that, that'd be the real scary one yeah. right it seems like seems to me like that'd be the scariest thing yeah that movie's <laughs> actually pretty good i really enjoyed that one uh and then and then he did three from hell and it's not not great but sure, it, yeah, it's yeah. watchable but he did the his, the his halloween uh which one did we end up liking better well, i think it was the second one right yeah i think you liked the second one better yeah i thought that was cool anyway i mean I, I, look i like rob zombie dude yeah i'm more human than human okay you know I can get down, so uh, take a ride in Dragula. Yeah, yeah, I like zombie. It's just I have some critiques. Okay, jeez, get off my fucking back. All right. Uh, so, All right. Um, do you have anything else that you wanted to talk about from this movie? Let's wrap it up. Yeah, we gotta because we, we gotta we gotta get right to next week. Yep. All right. So, um, uh, okay. My yeah. last note was uh, oh oh okay. So, bitch, that motherfucker was a funny line. Uh, I forgot who said that. Oh, the sheriff said that. It was like she was like, "You're a bitch," and he like popped her or something. He's like, "Bitch, that motherfucker." Oh, just <laughs> yeah. a funny way to say that. 
Um, let's see. Otis. Oh, and he, you know the, you the know, Otis. Like I believe the I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's work. I think that's from the Manson family. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what that's from. Oh, interesting. But uh, one of my Manson family famously inspired by the Beatles. Yeah. Helter Skelter. The the Beatles have inspired Rob Zombie. Absolutely. 100%. (laughs) There you go. Art follows art. Art follows art, baby. (laughs) This uh, movie would not be possible without the Beatles. (laughs) I'm Willy Wonka. This is my fucking chocolate factory. Oh, yeah. Such a great line. Yeah, right. There's so many. Yeah fun lines that he gets yeah. to say that your wife's pussy stinks still on my bear my gun <laughs> hope it doesn't rust it <laughs> what kind of fucking thing is that to say god I especially gotta, knowing you're just gonna take these guys out there to kill him he's still yeah, like having know, fun with himself it's know. so fucked up yeah oh man and it was i i did really like though how there was a couple of times first with the with the two guys that turned on otis and started beating his yeah. ass and you're thinking oh cool man they're gonna get away but they don't. Yeah. And then you think the sheriff is getting them. The sheriff's getting them. Whitehall's getting them. Whitehall's getting them. But he, he doesn't. doesn't. That was a cool thing. It takes. It because takes it takes all. you on the ride. Yeah. And then you have it to. It takes you on the emotional they gotta, ride. They got to bring out all the guns and stuff. That was really well done. The movie really starts well how it ends in a big old shootout. Yeah. Yeah. You had nowhere to run that time. Yeah. That was really well done. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, my last note was cool ending. Okay, so yeah, let's great ending. Love it. go. All right, so um, let's see here. It was released on July 22nd of 2005. All right, uh, what was the opening weekend gross at a budget of $7 million? Uh, $8 million. Close. Oh, close. Yeah. So close. Okay. $7,067,000. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So okay. it made its money back. Yeah. And most of that was even like opening night. It made $67,000. Yeah. It, um, pro- it netted. On, profit, yeah. On gross. opening weekend. So what was the world or the, no, uh, not the worldwide, but the, the, the domestic gross, Canada and in, in, in US? Uh, 15 million. 17. Whoa! This movie made $10 million. 17 million, 44,000. And then the worldwide. What did they tack on Mm, with the worldwide? How close can we get? I could see this doing well in England, but how much money does that really get? Yeah, England love rednecks. they cross, kind of do have a fascination. They traveling kind of around, do, though. Tra- traveling across Texas. This wasn't Texas, or supposed to be. I think it was They kind of do, though, man. They like country music, weirdly enough, or they used to back then. But anyway, um, I'm going to say uh, worldwide gross, fucking $25 million. Ooh, 20. 20.9. Damn. Okay. Yeah, so this movie, uh, as I said, came out uh, the summer of, tw- of 2005, uh, yeah. to uh, July, end of July. Uh, it opened at number eight. Number eight. Um, okay. See here, there were one, two, three movies above it for, that were in their first week, two in their second, one in its third, one in its fourth. Uh, it opened right above in its sixth week. Mm-hmm. A massive franchise reboot from 2005. What was number nine this week? Massive franchise reboot in two thousand and five. Yeah, it opened at the beginning of the summer. This was in this was in its sixth week. Oh, okay. Um, it made four million dollars this week on two thousand screens. 
massive franchise reboot in 2005. That's got to be none other than Star Wars nope. Episode 2. Nope. What? This is the start of a reboot. Oh, the start of a reboot. Yeah. Then that's got to be... And it's a trilogy. At this point, it had made $191 million. Then that's got to be none other than... Indiana Jones. Batman Begins. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, Batman Begins. Okay. Uh, rounding out the, the top 10 at the bottom was March of the Penguins. Oh, cool. In its uh, fifth week. Very cool. Pulled in another $4 million. But the number one movie- uh, You want to talk about a scary movie. Well, yeah. March of the Penguins. The number one movie, I believe for the second week in a row. Yes, the second week in a row is a Tim Burton- Willy uh, Wonka and the Chocolate yes. Factory. Well, Charlie. But yes, Charlie the Chocolate oh, Factory. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, followed by a uh, smash hit comedy in its second week. Also uh, was number two the week before. Is it a sequel? It is not a sequel. It's a it's a one and only at this point. But it did have a sequel. No, at this point, to, to but it today, ends but up it having could, a sequel. No, at, oh to oh day. oh, today it doesn't. Yeah. Oh okay. Um. Oh. Oh, interesting. Uh, two uh, like they were already famous, but this is like one that. When you think of these two guys, this is one that comes up. Uh, movie kind of doesn't hold up as well as you would want it to. Like it's cancelable? No, I don't know. You'd have to watch it, but yeah, probably. I've heard of this movie for sure. Oh, you saw it probably in theaters twice. <laughs> what? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I mean, this was like like the biggest thing before The Hangover. The Hangover was probably bigger than this. Oh, also, it's gotta be Judd- also starring uh, one of the guys from The Hangover. He it's, was a villain it, in this movie. It's gotta be Judd Apatow, right? It is not. Man. It is not that good. It's oh, not, okay. I mean, it's good. It was fun. I I loved it, and yet I saw it. I have twice the poster in, in my garage, hanging on the wall. Um, you know what? Just give it to me. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Okay. Christopher Walken's in it. Balls of Fury. No. <laughs> um, but also, uh, the um, Joe Dirt. No, no, that's, <laughs> uh, no, that's too the late. the guy from The Hangover is Bradley Cooper, who is also in this movie okay. as the villain. As He's the, the one who's gonna marry Rachel McAdams. The Notebook? No, <laughs> Wedding Crashers. Oh, what? He was in that? Yeah, he was the bad guy in that. Oh, one. I fucking yeah, forget. But it was that. uh, you know, Owen Wilson. Oh yeah, you're and, right. Does not hold up. But yes, yeah. two very famous. Uh, it's so funny though. But like it you is, watch it, it's it like, is like, good, oh wow, this is a little. Christopher Walken is in that movie. That, That's yeah. right. Yeah, he's that dad. But that movie was fucking huge. Huge. That's right. I did see that in theaters. Yeah. yeah as a uh, the third one is a. Until recently, Fox owned property, uh, and it was a uh, the first installment of a superhero movie. They were trying to bring this this one back. Actually, Ooh, this is the Fantastic first one. Four. Yeah, the first one yeah. that ever came out uh, in theaters. The yeah. Roger Corbin one never actually came out. Okay. Fantastic Four. Um, then a Michael Bay joint. Oof. Oh, Transformers. Nope. Before he was that big, he wasn't doing. Transformers. Well, he was already pretty I mean, fucking pretty big. big. It was. Uh, it's one of his forgotten ones. Oh, that uh, has, has redeeming qualities, but it's pretty fucking Michael Bay. Okay, it's, uh, the island, the island. Uh, Ewan McGregor and Scarlett Johansson. Okay, small part by Steve Buscemi and Michael Clark Duncan. Uh-huh. Then a uh, remake from Richard Linkletter, a children's movie, kind of, with Billy Bob Thornton and a bunch of boys on a baseball team. Oh, bad news bears. Bad news bears. Okay. Then a Spielberg at number six with Tom Cruise. Post Minority Report. Oh, I was going to say Minority Report. What's the other one he did? With Spielberg? I actually just rewatched Minority Report. It's pretty fucking good. Okay. It's a lot better than I remember it. And I actually Let's rewatched this one too. Let's cover it. I'm down for some cruise. I, I actually just rewatched this one as well, and it was uh, about as good as I remembered. 
uh, with Spielberg. Yeah. And Tom Cruise. He runs. What is he running from in this one? It's not the law. It's from Blades. Blade Runner. <laughs> there are Blades that he's running from in this, actually. Uh, no, it's War of the Worlds. Oh, War of the Worlds. shit. Yeah. That was Spielberg? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, and then another, uh, the other one is- uh, Man, Dakota Fanning was so annoying in that movie. God, she's so annoying. It's like, yeah. shut up. Yeah. Shut up, you idiot kid. Uh, the last one to round <laughs> out the 10, uh, also opening at- uh, one week it opens one above Devil's Rejects at number seven with eight million dollars. It grows. It goes on to gross a little bit more, but it is none other than Hustle and Flow. Oh, I saw that in theaters, bro. Yeah. That's yeah. an excellent movie. You know what's hard out here for a pimp? <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. All right, so that's what happened that's to the, Terrence. Uh, he allegedly Jones. Jones does a lot of drugs. The fuck is his last Howard. name? Howard. That's right. Yeah. yeah he. Uh, He's not. He was great in that movie, though. Yeah. So the taglines to this movie, by the way, hell doesn't want them. Hell doesn't need them. Hell doesn't love them. This world rejects them. The devil's rejects. That's a long ass tagline. Uh, well, this one's easier. They must be stopped. The devil's rejects. That's a lazy ass tagline. A tale of murder, mayhem, and revenge. That should have been my new newbie synopsis. Yeah. Death walks behind. Hell waits ahead. That's that's cl- that's nice. Uh, that's artsy. Oh, this one this one's good. Okay, the new film by Rob Zombie. Fuck yeah, that's the one. <laughs> All right, what that's about the one? What about this summer? Go to hell. <laughs> that's okay. That's uh, okay. Or, or even the best one. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> There's an exclamation point on that one. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loving those, those, man. I'm loving those. those were fun. All right. Well, let's get that last segment. Oh, wait, no. I need to get a rating. We need to get a rating. Dude, you know what I realized? I don't think we did a rating for Prey. Oh, yeah. We probably... No, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We did? Because I wrote a rating down in my notes, but I don't remember saying it. I feel like we did. Gappers, tell us. Did we do a rating? Well, just in case. (laughs) Just in case, I gave it nine... uh, Out of of ten limbs, I gave it nine limbs. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, like all the limbs yeah. that are being chopped off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway. Okay. So rating for The Devil's Rejects. Yes. Did I write? No, I didn't write it down. Um. Okay. Out of 10 of... Um, out of 10... Uh, you know... I mean, there's so many things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, out of out of ten, uh, cracked vertebrae. Okay, okay. Out of ten cracked vertebrae. Who cracked the vertebrae? Uh, the the deformed guy. He fucking oh, broke oh, his neck. neck. I, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, I just don't think of the neck as snapped. As snapped vertebrae. Cracked oh. vertebrae. Oh, it's yeah, vertebrae, it baby. It's vertebrae. Yeah, it's all vertebrae, baby. You just say neck. You need that neck. You just say neck, but yeah, no, ver- but vertebrae because there's only one neck. There's multiple vertebrae. <laughs> okay. okay, so out of ten snapped vertebrae, I give this movie. You know, I give it a, I give it seven snapped vertebrae. Okay, yeah, seven snapped vertebrae. Yeah, for all my critiques, I found it. Uh, I feel still, like that's a, still good, and it's a definitely a good horror yeah, movie. Yeah, that feels where where zombie really falls for you a lot. Yeah. I All think right, I gave so, like Halloween two like eight or nine maybe. Yeah. So anyway. what? Um, let's get into everybody's favorite segment. We didn't do one last week. The newbie synopsis. Newbie synopsis. No wait. No wait. What? <laughs> no, no, Hold on a second. That's the beginning of the episode. What's going on here? What, are we going back in time? No. It's the- who's the asshole now? 
uh, reboot, oh. recast, reboot, recast. Now this is a a difficult one because most everybody is so good and they're so iconic. Man, yeah, from, from that group, and you can't. This is a movie where you cannot cast somebody with like major star power. You know, and like, because like, you know, you get somebody. You Unless they're like, really that good. Well, yeah, but even if they're really that good, they bring so much of them, their, their selves to it. That well, you, I think that it depends on the role. Them up, like, you know, you could get like somebody that it has to be a chameleon type. So then how do we even right? do this? But like, I will say, uh, I think I know who could play baby very well. I ha- already have one for baby. Do you have it? And it I, might I mean, be the same person. I bet it is. Julia, Julia Garner, Garner, yes, yeah, yeah, Julia Garner, right? I was like thinking about that, yeah, I was like, I was very like, oh, good. Bryce will be right this yeah. time. The Bryce I mean, is right. So perfect for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 100%. you know, That's what I, I was I gonna say. I don't know who else I would want in some of these roles. Um, uh huh. Because like you know, you got to be able to like leave your ego behind after the movie too, because this is a disturbing, yeah. disturbing thing. You yeah, know? and like I feel like maybe. <laughs> you know, you also have to be able to get like real nasty and dirty, and uh-huh. a lot of people just aren't that. Like, you know, you can't put, um, like, uh, you know, um, uh, Alexander Skarsgård in in something like this because he's, you know, you can't, you can't be. You could though, yeah, but you can't be. Like, you saw the Northman, right? Traditionally, yeah, but th- that's the the problem is Otis Driftwood can't be traditionally attractive. Oh, you know, yeah, you know right. what I mean. Like he yeah, needs to be true. able to. You can't have pretty like boys not in that this movie. not that Bill Mosley is like ugly because he's really right, not right. Yeah, yeah, he's a handsome dude, but, but he's like, not like movie star. Yeah, he's yeah. not movie star gorgeous. Like that's the kind of thing that you can't have. <laughs> <laughs> movie star gorgeous. Yeah, um, that is a good point. I have a juxtaposition idea, ca- casting idea that I would that I would just right. think would be fun to All right, see what, does that mean? what this person does with it. It means. Taking someone that is not known for doing things like this uh-huh. and thrusting them into that. Yeah. And I have a one guy that I would love to see give a go at Dr. Spaulding or know, what a, Captain, Captain Spaulding. Spaulding. That would be Papa Tom Hanks. <laughs> Just to see, dude, because no. well, here's he's good enough to do here's the shit problem. like this. He's not. I saw the Elvis movie. He's fucking awful in that shit. Oh, yeah. And he plays a bad person in yeah, that too, Yeah, he's right? so bad. He, hmm. it's, I mean, he... He is hmm. he is an incredible actor, but if he does a character, yeah, it's too much. Okay. I mean, like every character he does, like it worked with Forrest, well, Forrest Gump. Gump. It worked, but like honestly, you watch Forrest Gump again, and you're like, oh, if this wasn't Forrest Gump now, uh-huh. this would feel way too over the top, and everybody who made this movie would be arrested. And actually, speaking of Forrest Gump, it's tune in, tune in next week. Uh, and we'll be talking about a certain Gump of the Forest. Oh yeah, we will be talking about <laughs> yeah. the Gump of the Forest. Uh, but uh, yeah, that anyway. movie, Forrest Gump is so good, and he's so good yeah. in it, but like, once you know, like, that's what I'm talking about with that star quality, like, Hanks is a movie mm. star, yeah. and like, once you get that connection, you can't get out of it, and when he But plays, that was like, the one old... that took him to that oh, yeah. level, too. Oh, for though. sure. That movie yeah. that movie surprised everyone that it did yeah. so well. Right. Um, well, I mean, it's, it's insane. I mean, it, but so he had good. just I, I won really for Philadelphia so the year before, which yeah. he was amazing in that, too. And then the Oscar then this one was the one that was not give him the Oscar for this. Right, right. But uh, but yeah yeah when the when the when the academy watched Forrest Gump they were like this is outrageous <laughs> really is <laughs> like we got to get this guy the Oscar yeah. again what the hell I mean it would be interesting to see somebody uh, like that in in a 
in a Captain Spaulding role, like a like a Jack Nicholson or something. Not that he's uh, doing anything anymore; he's uh, retired. So. See, he would do really well with that. But then but it would it, then you get the Joker he's aspect done the of it. Ma- yeah, and, he's again, done that's the where you get that's where the problem with having a celebrity in it because then you can't get as gritty. So let's try to find a good Captain Spaulding we we can agree with, and I think that would be I know the, exactly who it is. Challenge except or the yeah. end of the challenge. All right, okay, who? I'm gonna say it. You're going to say it? I'm going to say it. Haley Joel Osment, now. Nom in space. Thanks for listening to The Movie Gap on the Cross the Streams Media Network.